0: Hello and welcome back to Walk the Cinema Podcast. Today we are continuing on our Oscars journey with episode number four. And we're going to be talking about Elvis. But first a word from our sponsor.
1: Before we get into the movie, I'm going to ask people to subscribe to us on YouTube. It would be great if we can get to 250 by the end of this Oscar stuff. And yeah. I mean, just subscribe, because we're going to be talking about all of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture, if you didn't know yet. But today we have my least favorite nomination for Best Picture.
0: That's fair. Elvis. Um, I'm also, I, like, I was really disappointed by this movie.
1: Really disappointed.
0: Because I genuinely like the director's other movies, like Moulin Rouge is, like, incredible i i love moulin rouge
1: i only like moulin rouge from him but i really like moulin rouge too it's a really fun musical
0: yeah and it, it the editing it works for that and i think he immediately before i even knew that baz was directing this as soon as i saw like the editing style i was like this is his movie 100 percent." it which you know pretty good i guess for for him that he he does have this style that is recognizable but it was so out of place i think for the story i
1: think a lot of people will say this is an ambitious movie and they're going to like it because it's elvis mm-hmm. which happens with like literally every big biopic mm-hmm. people like and rhapsody because it's queen people like rocket man because it's elton john it's not as much as they like the movie as they like the person and they like the music. But I think this one, this biopic is the one that makes the music shine the least.
0: That's really fair. And it's kind of like, it It wasn't my cup of tea in terms of, it's not really Elvis's story. Like it kind of is, but it's told through the perspective of his manager and, yeah. played by Tom Hanks.
1: And I think that's the main criticism. Yeah. As much as it kind of doesn't play too much music, uh, the editing is all over the place. I think the main criticism is that this is told by Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks is annoying as hell in this.
0: Yeah, he plays Colonel Tom Parker, who is like a a promoter, a music promoter, I guess. A manager, musical entrepreneur kind of thing. And... I don't know. I I think we're definitely not alone in this. Because I've seen a lot of people comment on his his, uh, performance in this in particular. And just being super confused by it.
1: Right. You know? He's the narrator. Which, like, okay, fine. We're going to have a narrator. His agent makes sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he's just so annoying and so, like, intrusive. Mm -hmm. Where it feels like I'm watching just a Tom Hanks movie instead of an Elvis movie. Yeah. And that's in no way a positive.
0: Yeah. And I I mean, we talked about this before. I just can't remember what movie we were talking about where it was like, it's like a famous person's story just told through the perspective of someone that they knew. Mm. But I can't remember what it was that we were talking about. But whatever it was, I knew it was a little bit, it was done a little bit better than, you know, than this.
1: Well, it's not necessarily... A bad idea It's just a bad ac- execution in my opinion mm. because the idea is to tell someone else's story through the eyes of a different person like a third person but it kind of doesn't feel like it it kind of feels like he's telling his own story but only the parts that involve Elvis yeah and kind of parts that just involve him right mm-hmm. like it begins with his downfall and his death mm-hmm. and it's like that's confusing to me immediately because i'm here for elvis because it's the title it's all the promotion it's the artist that i like it's the music i like mm-hmm. so why would i care to have exposition about his agent to begin the movie
0: yeah where it's we we start the movie off i think in 1997 on tom parker's deathbed. And he's basically like, they say I killed Elvis, but I I never did that. Here's the real story type thing.
1: Right. It's weird. It's confusing to me. Uh, Tom Hanks is definitely the worst part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Followed by the editing. And then controversial, followed by Austin Butler. I think he's incredibly annoying. I never got past the fact that it's him and not Elvis. Mm. Even though I think he does an okay job. I just think it. I just never got past it.
0: I feel like I really didn't have like much of a problem with him. I do remember when we were watching this for the first time, you mentioned that he looked more like um, a young.
1: At At points, he looked like John Travolta. Yeah,
0: and young John Travolta.
1: Saturday Night Fever, and I just never got like, oh, that's Elvis, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, which I mean, there there really wouldn't have been, you know. Like, I think you g- get past.
1: You, I get past that in movies like William Rhapsody, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Even that's though
1: true. I don't, I don't think that that was a great performance as much as people think it is. But I think it was better than this, and I get past it. And this, yeah. And it's not that he's a bad actor. I just didn't get past it personally, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's a little annoying, and it kind of pulls into the character, so it feels like a character and doesn't feel like he's. Elvis.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the story is very weirdly paced because there are very key moments, I feel like, in Elvis' life that were just kind of glossed over.
1: Yeah, because they wanted to show the death of other celebrities that he witnessed on TV or radio or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just felt... The movie felt just...
0: Empty. empty
1: It really felt empty. And extremely long.
0: Empty and long. And, like, there were so many... And I've seen this criticism, too, and I, I can't really speak to it because I'm not sure of like the historical implications of it. I was never like a a huge Elvis fan, you know? I had family members that were pretty big Elvis fans, but I never got like super into him. But I I heard that the they kind of play up his role in like human rights slash civil rights up a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they play it up a lot, where he's, like, concerned all the time, and, like... Yeah, I think a the, the of...
1: movie itself is concerned, and the people involved in the movie are concerned with the fact that a lot of black artists will say he stole from them. Yeah. So I think the movie immediately is trying to not portray that.
0: Yeah, they're trying to pay to spin it as, like, it's an homage or something. Right. It's, it's,
1: he is inspired, he's... Whatever.
0: Which I'm, sh- no doubt, like, that probably, like, he probably was influenced by it, you know, oh, as a person. I mean, not obviously.
1: Just, you know. I mean, he grew up with that. He, he loved the music, which, who doesn't, like, you? they played it in the movie with, like, the original people. Yeah. Well, the characters of the original people doing it. And it just sounds great. It doesn't have to be Elvis doing it. Yeah. A lot of the songs are just great, period. Mm-hmm. And that's... I guess the positive. There's a lot of great music, but I feel like there's not a lot of great Elvis music. The kind of gloss path, they pu- They play Doja Cat in this.
0: Yeah, that was like odd. I mean, I get like I get it, right? That's kind of Baz's style. I don't know if I'm saying the guy's name right, like the director's name mm-hmm. right, but that's kind of his style where he he does that even in Moulin Rouge, where it you know takes place kind of in this.
1: Well, but it makes sense in Moulin Rouge because Moulin Rouge is not a lot of biography. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, of course, Elvis never got to meet Doja Cat, unfortunately. I'm sure he would love to. Yeah. But, and it's not her inclusion in particular. I have nothing against her. It's just, why are you playing her, her music when you should be playing more Elvis? This is what people bought in for.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree that it's kind of like, you really, you're not sh- really showcasing his music. Which, I mean, to be fair...
1: He doesn't need it.
0: <laughs> he doesn't necessarily need to showcase his music. Everybody knows his songs. And I think that that was part of like there was a there was a line in it where it was like when Elvis was trying to become a a movie star, a TV star, um like they people wanted to see Elvis sing in the movies. So there was always a song associated mm-hmm. with him in any movie that he That's the was best in. part of
1: any movie it was in. Yeah. That's the thing is real movies like, girls, girls, girls. The best part about that movie is the song that he sings. Mm-hmm. It's not the movie. And in this, it's like they forgot that it's the music that's more important.
0: Yeah, and they they, they kind of, like, skipped over that part of his life anyway. Like, it was a very kind of slideshow type they, thing. They also skipped
1: over all the military, pretty much.
0: Yeah, except for the, you know.
1: And they skipped over the most of the fat Elvis <laughs> era, which yeah. is an important era.
0: It's kind of his like downfall, though I will say that it's it's kind of one of those things where you don't want to be disrespectful.
1: Right. But to, that's just
0: you know I mean both. if it's a
1: biopic, I don't I don't know, it's hard.
0: Well, that was the thing. So there was a um, T V show that I watched and I forget what it was called. Um people might remember it. It was it had Catherine McPhee, she starred in it, and it was about this musical that was being made for Marilyn Monroe, based on Marilyn Monroe. Um, and part of the, like, plot line was trying to figure out how to end that musical because, you know, you don't want it to be so depressing, like, her ending her life, you know, mm-hmm. dying of, like, an overdose or whatever because that would be, like, way too depressing and and it doesn't really, like, reflect the, the life that she had. So I feel like it's kind of the same thing where Elvis's life towards the end was probably deeply upsetting to those that loved him and were around him I'm sure. you know so i think that with with the fact that like when this movie was was made his daughter was still alive his ex-wife is still alive they probably didn't want to do anything too
1: i don't know sad
0: it, or like you know depressing
1: i don't know it, this movie kind of feels like nothing it feels like it's made to win oscars and it got 8 nominations which is insane to me
0: It's insane, but it also is really not surprising.
1: Historically, this type of movie gets a lot of nominations. Yeah. Historically, biopics always get Best Actor, Best Actress. I mean, we got Anna Darmus getting Best Actress. For Blonde. For for Blonde. Which
0: has universally been panned pretty heavily.
1: Most people hated it. And like, she still got a nomination because it's a biopic. It's a little ridiculous to me.
0: And I think, like, with her... In her case, it was more like she spent a lot of time trying to emulate Marilyn. And, you know, English is not her first language. So, you know, I think it's more for, like, the technique. And I feel like for, for Elvis as well, it's kind of more like that, too, where Austin Butler gets this nomination because he does kind of give Elvis.
1: It doesn't to me. But that's... I can't really comment, again, because I just never got over it.
0: Mm. I think I got, o- I, I got over it. And I think that, like, you know...
1: But it, this also, historically, biopics like this get editing. Yeah. Just because they're so heavily edited. There's so many cuts, and it's so confusing at points why mm. there's so many cuts.
0: The way that Baz makes his movies kind of would lend itself to get editing anyway, I feel like. I'm pretty sure Moulin Rouge... Moulin Rouge got a Best Picture nomination when that one came out in 2001, I think. Or 2002. I think it was 2001.
1: Yeah, but it, it kind of feels weird in this one. Again, Moulin Rouge is so different from this.
0: Yeah, and it's Moulin really...
1: his own style, and this yeah, is not making anything new.
0: It's kind of really deeply upsetting how, how... And I know that, like, you can't really compare the two works. They are different. They're different stories. They're different points in his life. I mean... It's been over 20 years since he made Moulin Rouge and and um, Romeo and Juliet, but I don't know. It's just, I had higher expectations for this. And I know that, you know, just kind of talking with some people that are pretty into movies, they're not, you know, they're not into like historical movies or like learning about the, 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 the history of yeah, movies they're not nerds, is what you're saying. yeah but they they do watch like everything that um comes out recently you know and everyone i talked to said this was a boring movie
1: even though i see like really high ratings in like imdb and letterbox mm-hmm. like high ratings like a lot of people saying it's their favorite movie of the year and i don't get it personally uh, uh it's yeah. it feels like nothing it kind of just legitimately feels like nothing. Feels like a waste of two and a half hours. Avatar is like an hour longer and it feels shorter. I agree. And that's not a movie I like either. But it just at least doesn't feel insanely long like this does.
0: Yeah, it really does feel every bit of its 159 minutes. That's so
1: long, and it feels like it accomplishes nothing. I feel like at the at the end, I was just numb to it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like I don't it. I, I like Elvis for, like, what he is and who he is as a person, I guess, or in, like, musical context. Mm-hmm. But, it like, this movie didn't make me care about him anymore.
1: Not at all. Like, I, I don't care about Elvis' life. I really don't know anything about it. Like, I learned a lot of it through the movie, I guess. Not that I remember much. Mm-hmm. I only care about the music, and I really like the music. But I'm watching the movie and I'm kind of apathetic about it, whereas I don't care. The music is not there enough. They're not playing songs nearly enough. And when they're playing the songs, they cut them short too often.
0: Yeah.
1: And I kind of just don't care. I'm over it. And I'm super disappointed with the direction this took by basically starring Tom Cruise.
0: Yeah cuz I think he's he's genuinely the worst part of this movie. Yeah. I feel. I feel like he did not do a good job in this role. Like it just wasn't he just wasn't giving a good performance at all.
1: Great. That's enough dragging on the movie. I guess we'll give a rating and then go through the nominations.
0: Yeah, I mean we can try to like come up with some stuff that is good about it.
1: It has some Elvis songs in it. The costume design the is good. The costume design's good. The yeah. Uh, That's it. No. <laughs> I
0: mean, I think, like, his relationships with his with his parents and with Priscilla, even though they kind of gloss over the fact that she was 14 when they met, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do? That's, like, one of his more problematic things in life, you know.
1: <laughs> we'll go through the positives uh, of denominations and the negatives of denominations. I gave it... Maybe a five. I don't even remember. It could have been a four. I really didn't like it.
0: You gave it a five. I also gave it a five because I really did not enjoy it. I like. I, there was like some aspects for it, right? I think the editing is interesting. Do I think it necessarily works in this context? Not really, but at least there is like something to look at. You know, mm. it's not very cut and dry. I guess. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's technical aspects that work. It doesn't work as like a screenplay or anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm between a 4 and a 5, I guess. I went with the 5 to be generous because I only dragged it, so I guess mm. I'll give it a, a boost. But I got 8 nominations. Production design. Yeah, the production design was good. Mm. It wasn't great. It wasn't, like, anything amazing, but it was good. Yeah,
0: I feel like that was one of the ones that I was like, okay, I guess. I, I feel like maybe that was a little bit out of left field for me. Not that it was bad, but The
1: costume design we said, it is good. Yeah. The film editing, I don't like it. I think it's too obvious, and I think that's how you get this nomination, to be honest. Yeah. Like, if you make it really obvious that you're spending a lot of hours cutting, (laughs) that's how they make it. Yeah. But I'm not an editor, so I guess maybe the people that voted are more right than I am. Best Achievement in Cinematography.
0: Yeah, that one was wild to me, to be honest. Like,
1: I don't wild. hate the cinematography.
0: I don't know. I just feel like it. there wasn't anything to be, like, awed by. No. You know?
1: No. But it's fine. It's one of the least bad things. I guess. Actor in the leading role for uh, Austin Butler. Of course he was always going to get it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's one of the favorites for it. I don't, e- I don't even think he's bad. I just never got over the fact that he's not Elvis. Yeah. I just fair. think he was too apparent. Sometimes he looked like other people. Like, I, again, he looked like John Travolta in some scenes to me more than Elvis. And mm. So I never got over that. But that's, I guess, my problem. He's been doing well in his life lately. Mm-hmm. Best Sound? Sure, it's, a, it's a, a movie about music. Yeah. What do you think the Academy's going to do? <laughs> Makeup and hairstyle
0: That's fair. I mean,
1: they did all they could to make Elvis look like Elvis. Tom yeah. Hanks looked goofy with his little synthetic face thing. Yeah. I didn't like that.
0: No, I really didn't like how he looked in, in this either. I think
1: it was obviously but, makeup, and that's a problem.
0: Yeah. and the, But the costume design, I think, was good. And, and I don't think it was, like, you know, a perfect replica of what he wore, but it really gave, like the same vibe, the same energy, and the same, like, iconicness. So that's at least something.
1: And it got Best Picture nomination, which, it's not the most surprising one. It's not surprising at all, actually. Like, I knew it was going to get it, but it is the worst one, in my opinion. And I've seen a lot of people agree with me.
0: It's just genuinely just so weak all around in terms of, like, entertainment, in terms of, like statement like this doesn't state anything it doesn't
1: do anything new it doesn't do anything even old it just doesn't do anything yeah at me. least
0: you know where we didn't necessarily love avatar at least avatar has you know the, the some stuff going for it in terms of like uh like world building type thing technical, technical aspects, aspects. Just,
1: uh, it it looks great at points underwater like I, I, we mentioned that at least it does something that we don't see every year. Yeah. And at this point, we see a biopic every year that's, like, very standard. Mm-hmm. And kind of everyone's going to gonna complain that, oh, it omits this, it omits that. I don't think a biopic would ever be my favorite movie of the year.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, they get popular when they come out and people are like, oh, this is so good. But then, you know, a couple years later, nobody talks about them. Right. Because, like, even with Bohemian Rhapsody, like, people... We're going crazy over that for the longest time. And yeah. I think, you know, a couple years out now, I think a lot of people have kind of realized that it really wasn't that great. Like I it, watched
1: Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody legitimately like three times when it came out. Yeah. And I disliked it more. Each time. Because the first time was like, they really did a good job putting all the music, the sound is great. It feels like you're there. Mm-hmm. But then you start noticing other things and it's like...
0: huh. You're kind of, like, blinded drags. by the...
1: Yeah, you're by blinded the by the music, but this doesn't manage to do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think that's probably the problem. Like, if it had Elvis' music more, like, centrally focused, because I think it does play, like, the same song, like, over and over again sometimes. And a
1: lot of and Rhapsody is how they come up with the songs and the first time they perform them. Yeah. And it's a big deal. And live performances, and this does live performances, but it kind of goes through like five songs in thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, and then it's kind of like it—it it, it, it can't hide behind the music. Right, it kind of doesn't highlight it.
1: Kind of name drops the music, where mm. it, it plays and you're like, "I know that one."
0: Yeah, I, I know, know Hound the bl- Dog. <laughs>
1: I, I know the blue suede shoes, and it's like not actually playing the music. It's kind of just dropping it so you recognize it, and then it moves on.
0: Yeah. So I think that it's different in that sort of sense where people are like, you know... Same thing with, like, Rocket Man. I like Rocket Man better, but...
1: Last year we got Spencer, which I have a hard time calling a biopic because it's not a biopic. And I never lost myself in the performance thinking, oh, that's actually Lady Di. Mm -hmm. I never thought that, but the movie was so good that that didn't matter to me. Mm. Where I did it, it... I didn't lose myself thinking it's Lady Di, but I didn't lose myself thinking it's
0: Kristen Stewart.
1: Kristen Stewart. Think I couldn't think of the name. I, I kind of was just involved in the character as its own thing, but this doesn't do that either. It does nothing, literally nothing, to me.
0: And I'm sure that there are people that like this is their favorite movie, which is fine.
1: I mean, it's, it's just... fine. I, I like Elvis. Yeah. Not the movie, but but the singer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I have, like, I don't know, maybe 20 ornaments, Christmas ornaments of Elvis. Yeah.
1: Elvis is like a joke. (laughs) It's always in my Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Just.
0: There are certain songs by him that are just so iconic and and timeless. And so I feel like this movie isn't timeless. And I I personally don't think it does, like, justice. No. But I I know that the, the, from my understanding, the Presley family like it. Sure, because it's so unoffensive. You know, yeah.
1: It's very yeah. unoffensive, but that's part of the problem because it doesn't arise any emotions in you. Yeah. I it's it's a a singer I like, but I couldn't care less for the character on the screen.
0: Yeah. And Austin Butler is kind of funny with his like, I guess my my accent will never <laughs> be the that, that's same. That's his
1: voice now. <laughs> which is fine. It's kind of a cool voice. Yeah. I guess that he could do worse.
0: Yeah. It's just funny, I think. <laughs> But anyway, I feel like we've kind of bashed on this movie enough. There's always one, I feel like, where we just unload because it's...
1: It's not the worst movie of the years. No, no. It's not not by a long shot. It's the worst best picture for sure.
0: 100%. But anyway, we will see you guys next week with two more movies coming up. So be on the lookout for that. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Turn on notifications and we'll see you next time.